You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 52 of the Sunday Sauce. It is officially the one-year anniversary. Keep it going, Joey. (laughs) One year. Wow. I didn't put much thought into what I wanted to say because I was just like, holy moly. First and foremost, it's a, a thank you. We love thanking all the listeners and the fans. Uh, secondly, personally, I'd like to thank Mr. Joey Coffey for deciding to join this, this crazy ride a little over a year ago when I first brought this up to him. Um, had no idea where it was going to go. We had no idea what we were doing. We've talked about this many times before, so we won't get into it again. But, man. It's been a ride. It's emotional. Yeah. I was thinking about it last night. I do some Uber Eats driving on the sides when I drive. Sometimes I have some time to think about stuff. And I was just like thinking about it the whole time. I was like, holy shit. Like, we did it. Like, we're just getting going. It's cool. It's awesome. Almost 11,000 listeners year one. Mm-hmm. We got 10,600 plays in one calendar year. That's pretty good. 10,600 more than I ever expected in my life to be listening to myself and I mean, yeah, blabber about sports. The fact that a year from now that we even get one listener, I'll take it. (laughs) Man, I don't know if we have any haters outside that one person who gave us a one star, but if we do, like up yours, we made it up yours. Well, there's always, you know, it's, it's, it's natural human nature so when you know when someone does something that they say they're going to do and they continue to do it and you just want them to kind of like not fail but like you're like oh why can't i why didn't i think of this or why didn't i do this hope yeah, you don't think someone out there that has like that like the the billy madison like the list the <laughs> yeah. the guy's the list gonna kill. He's putting, putting the lipstick on can't wait till i never have to see the sunday sauce podcast pop up my apple podcast app again we're not going anywhere know. I think we're uh, I think we are decent enough people in high school. I don't think any bad blood going back that far. Yeah, I mean college. I mean you got your crew. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But co- college is hard to have haters. It's like you like, have your friends. Like you don't talk to anybody else. <laughs> it's like you just have your crew. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit easier for you at a at a bigger school. Or Fisher, it's basically like that's everyone. Knows you, everyone can really, so. you can really seclude yourself. I I, I have my like, my like ten friends. I'm like I'm not gonna talk to anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all that honestly matters, though. At this point, like you learn, oh, I think yeah. you learn that now out of college. Like, all right, well, I, all it's, it's no like offense to other people that you were acquaintances with. It's more so, like you have no, limited amount of time now, working so much, so many hours that like people you want to spend time with and people you want to spend time with, and that's just the way it goes. You, I get you. You told that as a kid. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, you'll realize your circle like shrinks as you get older. It's like, why? Like, I love everybody. <laughs> I love hanging out I with know. everybody. But you just, you know. We've had the blessing to have a bunch of our close friends on this on this show, which has been awesome. That's been one of the coolest things. Obviously, the interviews, the people who've come back and said they want to come from round two and just continue and wanted to join us. I mean, back home a few years ago at Farrington, we wanted to do a podcast with, like the whole house. And that would have been an Bro, absolute shit show. I found <laughs> before we started this pod, I happened to find I had a Google Doc like 
of the things that we were talking about yeah. when we were living at Farrington. And it would have been hilarious, I think, anyway. Yeah. Um, it was like a five-person five podcast. Yes. <laughs> it would have been probably extremely controversial. We probably all got fired from our jobs because we had no filter back then. Yeah. You know? We would have tried and tone it down. It's more so when we go at each other's throats. That's when our minds just trigger and like any, any like things that we shouldn't say, just come out because <laughs> yeah, that's, put that's who we are. On like a yeah. like a Sunday after the one o'clock <laughs> games, and you know Corey like, would be throwing the controller across the room. You would have had like have like a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode, like none of these things we say are personal to you. <laughs> But yeah, it's awesome. We're here. One year, man. One year. It's almost like a um, like we're off the schneid now. I know we kept talking about it. We're there. Okay, cool. It's here. We did it. Yeah. We proved we can do it. Now it's just like I think we're we're like legit now. Let's continue to grow. Continuing to get people on. Um, our, our listening, our following has continued to incrementally grow. Which again, we appreciate. We love it. We love that people want to follow us and have and the content we provide. Like that. It's that. It's somewhat of value to people every single week that's all that matters to us for sure so we can get into it morning announcements before we get into the sports world um it was it was a crazy week in the in the stock market for those of you who are in and yeah what was good with that you know i lost money it's uh it's just welcome to the to the life i guess right you know I think 2020, yeah, my, it was just up, 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 up. Everyone thought it was never going to come down. Maybe My it's pen little... tanked, like 20 bucks. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. It was bleeding. A lot of bleeding last week, but I think that's, uh, I guess we have a, the rest of our lives to experience all the volatility and whatnot. But for those that have the diamond hands out there, keep holding for the long run. <laughs> but, uh and that's just that's disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor, just entertainment purposes only. But uh, there was Tesla girl. I don't know if you saw this. this no, I, I read this and the sheet, but I didn't see this. Yes. So obviously Tesla's Tesla's big in the news with Elon. You know they're they're the the market Trojan horse for the EVs. And uh, this one girl was trying to apparently like get to customer service for Tesla to say that something like her brakes weren't working or something like that. So she went to some convention, I believe it was in China, and jumped on top of a Tesla and started screaming at everyone in the convention. Like, basically, Love like, it. no one's answering customer service. Like, my brakes don't work. My brakes don't work. I want a refund. I want a refund. But then she wouldn't let, like, Tesla tech technicians and engineers, like, look at her car to help her fix it. She just kept screaming for a refund. But, like, when I saw the video of her, she's, like, standing on top of a car at a convention. See, my brakes don't work. My brakes don't work. And they were just, like, freaking hilarious. And Love it. You got to take things in your own hands sometimes. Yeah, right? Sometimes Damn you got to throw a hissy service. fit. Damn, speaking of customer service. I love I love Amazon. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago about how it's just so convenient. They are on uh, like strike two with me. It's a fake strike two because I'm always going to use Amazon. Really? But over the past month, you have Prime. I have Prime, and two of my deliveries have not delivered in the past really? month. And we have a very simple process here at the apartment building. There's an app that actually sends you a message when it gets delivered, and you just go onto the front desk, ask for your apartment number, they bring you your stuff. Never had an issue before ever mm-hmm. with Amazon. And twice in the past month, they have there's been no package. So I called for me. 
it's opposite for you yeah i'm i'm anti usps anti ups anti fedex whatever else I, oh, I'm, I'm all in amazon trust me uh, yeah. it's a, like i said it's a fake strike too because i'm always going to use them but i was i was on the phone with them i was trying to get mad because i was like come on man like i want to get my stuff and then the person in line's like all right that's we're sorry we'll, we'll refund you replace it and i was expecting like you know when you go on the phone you sometimes you get triggered and you just want to like get all the energy and madness out you want to kill, that, you person, kill that person yeah they were just like so so nice it's like yeah all right it's okay sorry about that like we'll just refund you and send you a new one like that's totally on us yeah because they like, have they have the biggest margin i know it's like, yeah, i was like, like okay, i was like damn why couldn't you just like give me a hard time so i can get my anger out like you had to be so like, yeah, nice we'll refund you your 30 bucks we, we still made 900 yeah. billion this year <laughs> even when they mess up they can't mess up <laughs> yeah no there's no way but no dude you know, okay, so I, I've been looking for an avenue to vent about the mail because I absolutely hate the mail. And USPS is bad, like bad, bad. Bro, everything in, in Boston, everything but Amazon is completely useless. By what, what, it, the date it tells you, you're getting that at least a week after that date mm-hmm. to tell you your, that it's coming. But dude, so there's one time I ordered something and uh, it was coming from UPS. And uh, for this package, this thing, this thing I bought off eBay, it actually had tracking. I'm like, okay, cool. Because not everyone you buy on eBay has tracking. So I get a text like, hey, the driver is like eight stops away or something like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I wait, I wait, I wait. And I see him like he's on my street, like at the apartment building, like a few blocks down, like a block down. So I go downstairs and I'm waiting in like my like little like building foyer area. Yep. And the, the doors in my building are, it's, it's a glass door in the front. So I'm waiting there. I can, I can see the guy. The UPS dude pulls up, gets out of his car. He's got nothing in his hands. What? Never mind. He has, he has a pen and those like, those like, sorry, I missed you notes. They slap on your door. This guy just gets out of the car. Doesn't even, doesn't even consider going to the back of the truck to get, to get my shit off the truck. Because obviously, well, he has no idea that I'm, I'm waiting there at, at the front door. I, I saw on my phone that he was here. He writes my name. I see him writing names down. I'm like, yo, this guy. Because he, he just he's on my front step. Doesn't even look at me. I'm right there behind the door. I'm like, if this dude writes down my name and that he attempted a, a delivery, I'm going to spaz on this guy. So all of a sudden, he's writing names down. He has like two or three of those, those like tickets. Slaps them all on our front door. I open the door. I'm like yo do you do you have our stuff and he's like oh yeah let me go check i'm like so you're just gonna come here <laughs> just say you didn't del- like you couldn't deliver it and he was like oh yeah and he, and he went back and he pulled out like three boxes of like it's like like for my building i wasn't like my order like two other kids orders that he just wasn't gonna bring he wasn't gonna bring to the door <laughs> oh my I was god like, yo, like, go get my shit <laughs> And he kidding went. And he went he's and just gonna it. go back to the, to the to the station with all the packages and keep them for yes, himself. Yes, because the way the way they do it in my building, I mean, it's probably the same for everybody. But like, if if you get one of those tickets, they write down like a different like. There's like well, I think it's a CVS a block away from me. They'll be like, oh, we're gonna leave that. Like they just they just dump all of this shit at like a CVS and they make you like go walk and get it. It's like it's so stupid. I'm like, yo, if I order something, like you best put it in my building. That's how. That's how this. This is the deal. I pay money to buy things. I pay you dollars to pick it up and put it down on my doorstep. I go. It's a simple transaction. And then that, that guy just wasn't gonna do it. Wow. 
But if I wasn't there, I know that. I mean, I've never seen that happen before. That's the first time I've heard of someone like literally catching someone fake. Well, I just figured I just figured that I'd be down there. I would just like I know if I had to sign for or whatnot. So I figured I'll just, just wait. Like I'm not, I wasn't doing anything. So I just waited down in the foyer for like a minute or two, and I see him pull up. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna get my stuff. But that's not the plan he had in mind. So thank you. Yeah. And yeah, for the two other people, like there was two other boxes. Like I'm like, so you just weren't gonna give anybody their stuff today. Like <laughs> it was my package and two other wasn't, packages. Wasn't feeling like handing out packages. That's like, well, I was like, okay, I'm like, like you have, you literally have one job and you weren't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your no job one. is quite literally to get that package yeah. out of the back of the car and put it down no one's forcing you to do that job if you hit it that much you can you know pack it in my guy like wasn't a dick he was just like i think he's just i don't know i don't know maybe he's just being lazy i don't know which i'm like hey, uh, i get it but oh i don't i don't get it i know i know i mean yeah it's, it's he still it's, walked it's, all the way over there all he had to do is bring the boxes with him <laughs> yeah he's, he's like oh, sorry i missed you whack i'm like uh-uh I'm going to get my stuff today. You're not fooling Joey Coffee. He's on to you. I mean, yeah, that was the one time I ever, like, waited for a package. I I got a text saying, hey, it's, like, it's on your street. I'm like, okay, well. I'll make it easy. You you try to do a favor. I'll make it easy on the guy. Yeah, I'll just go get it. I don't know. Yeah. Thank God I was there, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Block is hot. Block is hot. All right. So, a little morning announcements. Non-sports talk. Little rants. Get our... Get our problems out there to the world. I've been I've been building up hate for the mail for months yeah. now. It's a fact. It's a fact. Or they'll tell you last piece of it. They'll tell you on like when you can track. You can click on a little like text message that sends you to track your thing, and it says like it'll be delivered by oh, nine by p.m. Ni- by 9 and then PM. like you check the next day, and it's like next week by nine p.m. It's like all right. That's UPS's oldest trick in the book. Every yeah. every package in America, you get. I think everyone. I think everyone gets the same text by by nine p.m. I think it's yeah. just the default like time to get it by never shows up. Last month when I was sending out a couple of the sauce pod shirts, I was going to the Hoboken USPS and I'm, I went to, to, to UPS before that and they ch- upcharge your, your, oh, bill. Yeah. yeah. So I, oh, you I tracking? Still, 80 bucks, Yeah, <laughs> but I still had the um, packages for the shirts and the guy at UPS told me I would get the like normal flat, shipping rate like, like the like flat rate yeah yeah not like a package rate so i went to usps i was like okay like you know ups was an upcharge told me that this is the flat rate packages so i have a shirt in each of these packages and she's like oh no this is like a pack this is like a big package i'm like he like i literally told me it's not and then she was kind of like being super standoffish to me and like i didn't know the process either so she's just standing there on the phone or like typing yeah. on the computer i'm like Ma'am, do you mind like helping me? I'm not sure this process. What do I do next now? Oh, oh put the shirts over here. I'm like, like I'm a little like a little service would be nice. I didn't call her out. I was like, a little service would be nice here. Just like, you know, I am coming here to give you business. Like, look away oh, from your screen. The mail, the mail hates when you mail things. And it's like, well, it's like you guys got one job to do. Yeah. <laughs> you wonder why Amazon's taking over the world because you get oh, yeah, jobs. Bro. Yeah. There's no better feeling than you click, you click checkout, you hit buy now. You get that email that it'll be there in 48 hours bro i've gotten stuff in like the same day sometimes yeah I mean, it's absolutely wild there's an amazon distribution center right next to my apartment like one block away which is huge yeah. that's, that's probably yeah. why we, <laughs> i get mine so quick yeah i ordered like like uh like a kitchen like like, a, like tongs and like a knife one day i get a text like yeah, i'll be here i'll be here in 48 <laughs> hours bro i got a text like the night of like your package has been delivered i'm like Best. that can't be right i go on stairs <laughs> it's just it's there i'm like this is this is Joe, awesome joey's cooking early but it's like that's how, that's how you do the mail 
Yeah. Give me my stuff. Yes. Do your job. Do your 111th, as they say in football. All right. Victory lap. We have Super League drama. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. I want to get into this. This is, this is actually yeah. fun to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Joey, you really dug into this. Did you, didn't you? I just found it, I just found it really, really like peculiar how just they just, I don't know. It's to me because this like came out of nowhere. I guess it's been a, it's been an idea for a few years now. Yeah. Wow. Like a couple, um, I think a couple decades almost. It's been like a, like a, yeah, low key idea. Like just, you know, paper. So, I'm sure. I mean, if you don't know, long, long story short, it was basically the top 12, like top 12 grossing, like earning teams in Europe. We're going to create, again, it's called the Super League, which is going to be a, a, division of 12 teams the top 12 teams no the teams couldn't get relegated so if you walk if you were bad you went like oh and whatever you were still in the like usually in soccer if you stink you get dropped down to the sub like the next lower league but in this one if you were bad you're just you're just bad but you stay in the league um soccer fans absolutely hated it they thought they thought it was like killing like the passion of the sport and that it just didn't make soccer soccer. It was all about money, which it, it, and the, it is. they were they were saying like, yeah, like this is this is for money. Like they were not hiding the fact that this is about making guap, and they mm-hmm. were gonna make a, like again for me and you, like the casual fan. Like if we got this, because again, it was like it was like Barca, Real, Juventus, like, like the top twelve teams that anybody wants to watch were in one division, and they could only play each other. I'm pretty sure. So like every week you'd have like. A, like a all-star game yeah. every single week which again for people like us cool for anybody who actually cares about soccer like, it's like that's kind of dumb like it'd be like if like the yankees red Sox, so like the dodgers and the padres just made it make made their own division and just only yeah, play would, each other yeah i wouldn't no i wouldn't want that i like the whole um, yeah no i hear you by the way again it's it's defunct now i think like i think almost every team has backed out because like their fans were going bat shit crazy to like look we do not want this to be a, our club to be in this league um and the the biggest knock and the biggest the biggest knock from the europeans is that like i think five or i think five or six of the 12 ownerships were were of american like american companies or american money so they were like americans are ruining soccer and it's like it's hard for it was hard for me to be like damn like we kind of are because that was a that was a very very an american move like hey Let's kill the top dogs and make money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, which is like it happens in the I, and like um, there was somebody uh, I think it was a KFC at Barstool was saying like every 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 American league is a super league, which he's not wrong. Like the NFL is a super league. Like that's like there's no like there is no AFL anymore or like the XFL for example. Those leagues don't survive because the NFL is a super league. Right. Like the NBA, it's I guess they have the G League, but there's no there's no rivaling basketball association to the NBA or baseball or any sport in America. So it's a very, it was a very American move. I do agree. I, eventually it would have like killed. Cause like FIFA was going to ban any, any player who played for these teams, they could not play for their international like world cup team, which the way I saw that was, I think if you were, I saw a point out where if you were a veteran and you've already played in a couple world cups, that wouldn't bother you as much. But if you're like a 21 year old kid, who's like, like, Mbappe, for example, I know PSG wasn't in the Super League, but say if they were, like Mbappe wasn't then not eligible to play for France, and he's he's like he's the face of right. French soccer. So, and that goes for like, and like Juventus wasn't was in it, and like basically any good Italian player plays for Juventus now. So, the Italian team would have been, would have been absolutely garbage if they couldn't play 
for the international team. So I don't know. It would I think I think there was just not enough thought on what would have happened like outside of this. Like I think all, all, all their thoughts were like, okay, this league's gonna be dope, like 12 teams, 12 of the best teams, great soccer, but they didn't think at all about what's gonna happen, like the butterfly effect to like all of soccer, like every single like the EPL, like all the, the, the Italian Serie A, those leagues all would have sucked now because their top like two or three teams were just were just leaving. So like those leagues would have lost so much money. World Cup soccer would have suffered immensely. Like Messi and Ronaldo, like they, they couldn't play for their countries. Like it would have been it would have been a shit show. So again, it's basically defunct now. Uh, I think I think I'm pretty sure like nine or ten of the twelve teams have said like we're not like we're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was really and I, I feel like it happened so fast. Like teams were like these teams Twitter pages were like, yeah, we're part of this league now. Like they were tweeting like, like they were leaving. <laughs> Like the EPL, where okay, we're going with Super League. Like, I found it very weird how like, how fast it happened. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's wild. Is it time for us to like figure out a team that we can root for? Like, can we? Can I mean, we... I grew. I I grew up liking Juventus. I had right. I, I had a sick well, like old school, like uh, Del. I had a Del Piero kit. I had this shirt and the shorts. It was mm-hmm. it was sick. Um, but I don't know. I mean, soccer... I mean, I can get on board with it just just because of our our Italian roots, you know, yeah. but I like, is it okay to have like, to, to watch Syria and like, or like doing like an EPL team too. Kind of, that's like the big, I don't know. I think, I think for us, I think, I think soccer fans honestly don't care who you like. I think soccer fans openly welcome support from new fans. Mm-hmm. Unlike we're like, uh, like us fans are the worst from like, if someone's like a, not like not a huge fan of a team they hop on a bandwagon they get shit on by american american fans like i think it's kind of the opposite over there but the hardest thing with soccer is they play so damn early in the morning like the the big the big games are on like 8 a.m and on saturday it's like well i ain't watching that yeah so well, no, that, well the reason i want to is because there's a, there's a bar in hoboken that opens up at 7 a.m for the for the epl games yeah, Evan, it's Evan definitely Zocchi's fun but it's like it's, it's like yeah. a it's like a grind like you have to yeah. like really want to watch because they <laughs> they don't really have much of an off season either right they go from like August to like, like May. They're off like a month or two, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um. There. I mean. So no, I yeah. wanted. To, I want to touch upon it from from the ownership standpoint as well, just because I'm like I I know these owners from the sport, not personally, but to know who they are from working in the industry. So, Cronky is one of the one of the um. Cronky out. Yeah. I love I love troops. troops. Yeah, He's my troops hero. That guy's awesome. Yeah. Um. But so Cronky, he owns like all the Denver sports teams, and then John Henry owns Fenway Sports awesome. Management. Yeah. Um. And it and it's just like the capitalistic American way, as you mentioned. Like they can come in and make the money, and like as much as you love your sports teams over here in America, no matter what you do, yes, you you hope your owner wants to win and spends the money to win. But at the end of the day, like it's an investment for them. All of them are billionaires, and billionaires want to make more money. So like that's what they are trying to bring over to to European soccer. And like what I think they're realizing now is they really missed missed like they misread the passion for soccer oh, yeah. well, also the funny it's, part it's a religion soccer is not dying <laughs> it's like yeah. it's, not, it's not a suffering sport it's like no they, again the all-time we're the only American, country in the world move, where it's like, probably not the biggest sport right <laughs> it's yeah like the all-time american move like hey we should, we should go fix soccer it's like they're like yeah. and then everyone in europe's like wait 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 what wait fix what they're like yeah. you know we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna figure fix your league we're gonna fix your leagues for you and like yeah. they definitely don't over there wanting this to happen, but it's the six like top dog American American guys are like, nah, we're gonna fix this. It's like super league. It's like everything yeah. anything bigger and better is always like again, it's I mean, 
in theory, it sounded cool as shit. But like it, it would have ruined a lot of the aspects of the soccer. It would have made uh, from a money standpoint. I'm sure it would have made them a shitload of money. Oh, yeah, Matt, you know what I mean? You would have yeah. like Real versus Barca like five times a year or something like that. Yeah. Like if they, if those, those teams were only gonna play each other. Like it would have been cool, but like the other leagues would be like you would, would have no reason to dial into a different game outside of that league. And that like that kills the fun for like the yeah. whole sport. They definitely thought that they knew people were going to get pissed off. They definitely thought it was going to be like, hey, they'll get mad and they'll get over it type thing. You know what I mean? Like, like a team, like a team in the U.S. sports, like moving from a different well, city. So Troops like- made a good point because most of Europe is on like severe, severe lockdown. And he was saying in England because like he got he went on PMT and, P- and PFT was like, why don't like why don't you guys just go to the go to like the stadium and like protest? Which they 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 ended up, ended doing, up doing, but troops yeah. was saying he's like, dude, like if you're in like if you're in like Italy or if you're in like in England, for example, like if you're caught like in like a big gathering, and like like they they, they, they can either like fine you a ton of money, like arrest you, you or something like that, like, like it's you got bad. arrested, yeah. And he goes like 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 mostly stand that they have kids, they have wives, like no one's gonna like go to jail for this team, um, and he was saying how like they were so dirty and like they waited until like COVID lockdowns to like really put this plan in motion so like they knew they would they they thought they would get like less pushback from the fans but ultimately the teams actually the fans actually did go to the stadiums and protest and yeah. said screw it and it ended up working out for them wild dude wild yeah because my thought too like, okay because europeans go go crazy for soccer like I guarantee the cops like in those soccer towns like are also like yeah. insane diehard fans. So, like I feel like the cops be like, all right, yeah, let's 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 riot. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were put on handcuffs. So, like the probably guys they drink beer with before the game. Yeah. It's crazy. But it was wild, man. Absolutely crazy. How? Yeah, I don't know. Bad look from bad look for America. Um, again, I'm just trying to get that paper, but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't appreciated. Trying to make that bread. Yeah, I guess the only defense was that they they really weren't hiding the fact that this was all for money. So they they, they weren't like right. they weren't like faking their intentions. Like, no, nah, we're trying to make a gazillion dollars. It's just that the timing. Yeah. yeah, and just the misreading of the room. Which, okay, like, I guess they try, to, they, try to fix, they try to fix a sport that did not need any fixing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, good good chat there about that though. Glad you, you dove really, in, you, you dove in way more than to, I. So it was fun to follow along. Yeah, it was. Um, all Honky right, cop, out. Honky out. <laughs> Blood. I love it. <laughs> Blood. Bloody hell, Harry. All right, college hoops. The Zags. Um, they obviously just continue to not win, despite people thinking they're going to win. And they're never going to win. Maybe they'll win this time. They just no. land the number one recruit. Seven foot one Chet Holmgren. He's boys. This guy's name got to be fake. Chet. No, it's real. I was following him because Chet. One of his final teams is Ohio State, which I don't think it ever mattered because he's sucks his boy. He's always going to Gonzaga. So I was like following him to see if where he would commit to. But yeah, his name is Chet. It reminds me of the Fairly Odd Parents. The 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 news anchor on that show. His name was Chet. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Zags landed him. They'll be you know reloading. I'm sure, even though they're gonna yeah, lose they'll go Suggs. they'll go forty no and they'll lose in the, the final four. Yep. That's going to be crazy, though. I mean, number one recruit being seven foot one. I want to see what this kid can do. He's probably, probably a ball. string bean. Yeah. He, oh, he is. No, he is. Look, yeah, up, you look probably, him up. Was he probably a buck 80 soaking wet? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's an absolute bean. 
but going to be a beast. Uh, speaking of Suggs, he declares for the draft. No surprise. Johnny Juzang, one of the coolest names in all college hoops from UCLA, yeah. absolutely balled out on the, on, in the uh, NCAA tournament. He declares as well. He's a walking bucket. He literally carried them all the way to the Final Four and then almost, <laughs> almost beat the Zags, which is crazy, but good for them. Good for them. Uh, other side of the college sports realm in football, we have a new rule in place, which I'm, I'm cool with. Teams have to start going for two at the beginning of the second overtime now in college football. I believe it was the third or four, fourth overtime prior. Yeah. Prior years where you couldn't kick field, you go for two. So I'm all about going for two. It's more exciting. Yeah. So they're moving it back one. So you got, we got one overtime of kicking your field goal and you better, better be ready to go for two. So. Love the creativity that's going to be happening going for two, you know, college teams. Dude, are- honestly, in college, they might do better off with this because the kids can't kick anyway. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> honestly, God. They might, they might just do, they might like, prefer this. I know I would probably prefer to go for two in a situation if I'm a coach. Knowing, if, unless I have one of those really good kickers, like I would be crapping my pants if yeah. I'm sitting there like to win the game on a field, an extra point, just knowing that. Yeah, dude, some, my, some like five foot nine kid walks yeah. up there and like, I'm going to kick it, coach. Just shanks like 40 yards in the stands. No bueno. No bueno. Um, all right, big four breakdown time. Oh, if you haven't gone back to Thursday's interview, awesome interview with the uh, co-founder and owner of Justition and Skate Skins. His name is Matt Keeler. I went to college at St. John Fisher with him. He started this business 10 years ago, did a ton of the stuff out of his dorm room, and now he's onto the scene um blown up he's making he makes these like um adhesive skins that can wrap around hockey skates and you can like customize it with your number your team's name or your team's logo he also has um the company justition which is a big apparel fashion company he's worked with josh allen he's worked with micah hyde he's worked with uh dawkins from the bills he's worked with uh, i think he said rasmus dalin from the sabers ovechkin just giving them some swag. He oh, was yeah. creator of this, these air force one skates that went viral. The athletic did an article on the it. Jordan ones, yeah, they're so cool. um, he had to go to a bar stool for it. So a ton of cool stuff that he talks about in the interview. So go back to Thursday if you haven't already, because absolute beast of a human and awesome to see, uh, not selfishly a Fisher grad killing it, but, um, again, another person from Western New York, just balling out and, and doing big things. So, uh, but other than that, big four breakdown time. Speaking of the NHL, we will kick it off with the NHL. We haven't done that, I don't think, ever. But the one year um, shakeup. One year shakeup. Um, Devils hockey. I know I talk about it quite a bit because it's work for me. Um, I shouldn't call it work. It's working in sports is it's work, but it's it's fun. Um, we called up our number, our, our first round draft pick, Alexander Holtz, and then our our stud prospect that we actually traded Blake Coleman for. Last year, Nolan Foot, they both got called up. So Devils are really struggling this year in terms of the wins, but extreme levels of young talent coming up. For those of you that follow the NHL, you probably know that. Um, and uh, we're going to be ready to rock and roll for next year, hopefully the playoffs. Got a ton of cap space to spend this summer, so it should be interesting. Um, but, the, but the big piece of news I really want to talk about in the NHL this week was the uh, Las Vegas Knights goalie, Robin Lehner. Um, I didn't know that he had um, pretty severe ADHD and bipolar syndrome and um, he, he was actually called syndrome, just um, mental disorder rather. And he was asked about just like the um, vaccination and return to normalcy process in the NHL. And basically he said, you know, like I wasn't sure about the vaccine at first, but I was told if I get it, we'll be able to open back up and do more stuff. 
as NHL players, because for those of you who don't know, for the past year from the bubble to now, if you made the bubble last year for the playoffs, you've been living out of a hotel or locked down in your house. These athletes aren't allowed to go anywhere. So you may think, oh, they make millions and millions of dollars. What are they complaining for? Well, at the end of the day, you take away money and you insert mental illness or just like being in lockdown. Like, I don't think it's been fun for any of us. And if, if you haven't had any like mental struggles during this time, great. Good for you. I'd love to hear your, you know, your tactics on how you've been able to get through it. But like, I know personally I've struggled at times too, and not even for any, you know, any reason, like I have good perspective. It's just like not being around people. And especially when you have bipolar disorder, like you're literally recommended to stay around people as much as possible. So you don't get, you're not alone in your own head. So Laner essentially was just like, listen, like, I feel like I've been lied to about getting the vaccine and being able to, you know, go be able to do stuff now more, more openly so I can live my life and, you know, see other things again. He hasn't been able to. So um, he's a big advocate for mental health. And I just wanted to put it out there that I was crazy to think about. And um, cause again, we just think about these athletes as, Hey, they're making millions of dollars. Like they shouldn't complain about you know, anything, but like at the end of the day, they are humans. They have thoughts, they have feelings. And mm-hmm. he's just like, basically called out the league. I know the league came back at him and was like, some of this wasn't discussed or something like that. So I think he walked, he basically said like, he feels like in the prison, which he walked back like those comments, um, like from saying, Hey, I'm in a prison, but more so yeah. just like, Hey, I want to put it out there that like, there's people like us struggling to be okay mentally. And like, what's going on here? Like, when are we going back to normalcy? Cause there's no like, I guess, communication on it. So yeah, crazy. So leagues, all leagues need to just get a better, so last year, I mean, I, I, last year it's impossible for any league to like get a grasp on what the deal was and no, no one knew what was going on. So like right. last year, like, you really can't blame them. But going this year and like most certainly going to next year, there has to be like, like very, very precise protocol. Like if you like, if you do X, then like Y happens. Like, like I think this year is definitely still a learning curve, but they should get definitely have a better idea by now on how to run leagues without like having to do like, like, have like that big of a miscommunication with their players. So I don't know. I think going to next year for sure, like these leagues have to have like a set protocol and the players know exactly what's going on with, with COVID. If it's still as big as it is now next, next season. Yeah. Hopefully it's not, but like, obviously for the bubbles, like to your point, like, you're in a bubble for a month or two, like, all right, yeah, you're away. Well, last year, no one knew what the hell was yeah. going on. No one knew. If you want to get this thing done, we have to do a bubble. Great. Now it's been, like, another full six, seven, eight months, and they're still just, like, I go from facility to home, facility to right, hotel. Right, right. Like, where, when can, when are we going to be able to, you know, loosen things up? I think next of- season, for sure, I'll kind of get back to as normal as it can possibly get, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. But I want to, I, again, I thought it was some big news in the NHL that he felt, you know, there was some miscommunication and he wanted to bring it up. And I, mm-hmm. I commend him for speaking his feelings, um, especially with the NHL. They're very, very old school and in their ways and whatnot. Yeah, no one, ta- no so, one talks. <laughs> yeah. But interesting stuff. Um, NFL world. Oh, actually we need to go back to college basketball real quick. I was going to bring this up in the NBA, but uh, rest in peace, Terrence Clark, Kentucky. Yeah. Sad. 19-year-old, uh, second-round draft prospect, died in a car crash. It's a horrendous accident. And I guess behind him in another car was B.J. Boston, who's a big-time first-round draft prospect from Kentucky as well. Um, and he, like, witnessed the whole thing. So wanted to give our dues to, to Terrence Clark and never want to see that, especially just, like, there's never good timing for that. But right before this kid was going to go get ready for the draft, I think he was coming home from a draft, like, workout. 
too. It's horrible. Really horrible, sad. horrible. Very, very sad. Um, but going to the NFL, Alex Smith is officially retiring. So, I don't think anyone, I'm sorry, people like saw this coming. What, maybe biggest not sigh of relief. But, Everyone can yeah. breathe a sigh of relief. It's like, yes, like it's really cool that he was able to play, but dude, it's like, I don't want to see you die on the field. Dude, no, exactly. Or his legs completely go. Yeah, like, when God, I do not want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Kudos to him, though, for keeping oh, the, yeah, keeping greatest, the um, greatest comeback team. in American sports. That yeah. guy played to play football, the, had the injury he had and come back and play football. And then go to the playoffs, bro. Help. I, I know like their offense wasn't the craziest thing there, but like he, Came in after like when Dwayne Haskins was playing quarterback, you thought maybe football team would go like totally defeated. And then Smith came in and like right of the ship was a perfect game manager, let the defense play, dumped the ball off to his weapons and let them make plays while playing with one leg. So kudos yeah, to no. him. Make make the award, the Alex Smith Award. And yes, please, yeah. please, please call yeah. a career. I know that's it's hard. I, I know athletes hate being told like they can't play more. It's like, do like your leg was like on a thread. Like, I do not want to see your leg come clean off in a, in a game i'd prefer not to see that <laughs> yeah wild very very low key career that he had i don't think it's respect he was drafted in the aaron Rodgers draft and he's played this long he was drafted before aaron Rodgers. that's that was the drama of that draft that they took alex smith yeah. before aaron Rodgers, and he's been playing this entire time you know what i mean yeah. that's crazy he's, not, he's the guy he's, he's obviously not a hall of famer but he's, he's the kind of guy that's like i mean no team's gonna no like you aren't gonna hate having him. You aren't gonna like go crazy about having him. It's like all right, you know what you're gonna win. get though. We, we can win nine games this year. Yeah. Like we can we can do it. We can do a job here. But extremely consistent. The volatility is not like one game balling out. Next which is like, yeah, like yeah, in, yeah, in the NFL to have a guy who can like come in there and like not lose you games is is yes. insane. Like I don't know like that. Being an NFL quarterback is is the hardest thing to do in sports, and this guy did it for a decade plus and was like pretty good at it. So yeah, that's a solid career. Good shit. Uh, the Monday Night Football booth is going to be staying the same for this season. Uh, that's going to be Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and um, Brian yeah, Greasy. Just, yeah, whatever. I'm not like the largest fan of this Monday Night Football crew, but I'm also it not, was like, better than Tester. It Witten was, was it was um, better than Booger on his little. Uh, <laughs> well, Booger little, was uh, fine. Like Jason Witten was was like having like a, a corpse in the booth. Like he was the, the boringest person ever. Yeah. No, the booger. Um, when he was on the on the sideline with like the moving thing and oh, it was yeah, all the little, fans. little sideline yeah, yeah. card. I think it was yeah. And he would. I remember I loved always see. I love to go on Twitter and see like people, like people at the game, and like if you had like front row seats, and he would slide that thing right in front of you and just raise it up, and you literally couldn't see the field. It's like great. Yeah, I came here to watch boogers ass the whole game. <laughs> um, I do always love seeing Steve Levy though because he's an Oswego boy. So like, shout out, upstate Central Western New York. Um, yeah, I do. I do think also Riddick. ESPN. ESPN football sucks. Yeah, I do. I do like Lewis Riddick's um, point of view sometimes though, because he was. And you talked about before the, before the episode how he almost was a GM, but like he's been in the front office, so he can speak to like players a lot, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And then um, I, I I don't know where Greasy's come from. Uh, I know he was a famous guy back in the Dolphins days, post Dan Marino, or right it was pre post Dan Marino. I think they just want they wanted to get a QB in the booth. To yeah, try maybe and be a Romo. Yeah. Eh, I don't know if it's working. Eh, eh. <laughs> um, okay. That's how we got in the football world. Draft is next week. Yeah. Big interview next week, folks. We won't spoil oh, yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but he's back. That's all I'll say. He's back. You guys can take guesses on who you think it is. 
IB yeah, draft day coming up um, on the, what is it? On Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday. Cool. 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 That'd be a big day. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to uh, do something for it, but uh, major league baseball. What a, uh, what a time. Neil Walker and Jay Bruce retire. Two Yankees oh, legends. Goodness. Good range. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Neil man. Walker was like, so, so, okay, so Neil Walker, real quick. I honestly did not. I didn't, did not hate him on the Yankees. The guy, the guy's. Uh, Good for you. Good for you. Because I, 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 dude, he, he, you and Bird, Bird, I don't think Bird's hate anybody more than he's ever hated Neil Walker. I really didn't think he. Dude, he actually would he actually would get like decently big hits in some games. Like I don't know, he kind of came through a little bit. I'm not saying I want Neil Walker anymore. Or I or I even wanted him back then, but I don't think he was as bad as you guys gave him shit for. Um, but he he just he had that he had that weenie vibe. Like he wasn't the cool <laughs> guy. Like he had, he had the weenie hunt junior vibe. But I don't know. But Jay Bruce, bro, Jay Bruce, man. I honestly can't even blame the guy. Because I, I mean. No player's going to turn down the chance to play for the Yankees. But, like, he knew he didn't have it anymore. And he literally he literally quit in the middle of a game, told Aaron Boone, I don't, I don't got it anymore. And it's like, that's, that's like, you see that you see them in, like, movies. You see them in, like, a, like a sports movie, like, like, like the old guy, like, I can't do it anymore, coach. That was like the uh... – And you're like, yes, you can. Like, no, nah, I can't. But, no, Jay Bruce literally <laughs> – I'm pretty sure he, he, like, struck out or got out. Went back to the guy, I was like, yeah, I, I – I can't play anymore. <laughs> it's like, Who was the Bills guy that did that? The D back. Oh my God. Yes. Um, oh my God. They have time. They have, um, didn't they have on wow, my take or Mac show? They had, uh, they had Trey white or shady McCoy tell the story about it. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was McCoy and Trey white were like, they were like on like a Instagram live together. And oh yeah. Okay. Talk- that's what it was. That's hold what on, it was hold yeah. on. I gotta find, um, yeah, Bills, but, Bills player retires mid game. Yeah, it was Vontae Davis. He used to murder people on the field, dude. He was a he was a hard hitting defensive back. Yeah, that's but, so funny. Um, no, Jay Bruce, man, like I mean, he sucked. And just, I I don't I don't like him anymore. I mean, I don't I, I had no opinion of him before he played for the Yankees, but the fact that the Yankees thought that he was the guy to put at first base while Luke Voigt was out is just mind blowing. The Yankees have they they clearly have just no standards for anybody who wears pinstripes now. They got this guy Luke Lutke who I, he, he's yo he he's pitched my, good last night. Don't don't I, I could night, not rather. care less. He's my he's, he's my least favorite player to ever put on. No the no no. You can't say that because he threw good last night. You got to give him more time. No, he's a good story. He, I, I do think it's weird that I he's up right now. The Yankees aren't aren't the, a, a charity team. I don't care about a good story. I want monsters. I want guys who throw hundred and nine every pitch. This guy is out, out there pumping like 88, 91, like a college kick and smoke this guy. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. Neil Walker, you're fine with me. Jay Bruce, I'm sorry. You had to go out like that. Got to get absolutely embarrassed your last year playing baseball. Because Jay Bruce was an all-star like four years. He actually was pretty good for the Reds back in the day. Like the early like the early 10s. He would hit like 30 or 40 home runs a year. So I don't know. He just, he lost it. And I think the most demoralizing stat that I saw was when he retired. Again, he told he told the Yankees press that I'm I'm quitting because like I, I I can I just I'm not good anymore. And he had a better OPS than Aaron Hicks did at that time. And I'm like Aaron Hicks, that does not like the biggest fire under your ass that a guy literally quit playing baseball because he was bad, and you have worse stats than him. That should be that would be so embarrassing to me if I was Aaron Hicks, that a 35 year old 
washed up, big fat lefty, had better stats than you, and he quit because he sucked. Like that's that's embarrassing. Good career though, Jay Bruce. He did have his hot career back. Yes, in I know he did. So. He, we'll he, give him the he respect. Used be, he used to be yeah. an all-star player. Yeah. Yes, I know, but I'm. St- I'm so, he, he quit because he, he said that he said that yeah. I, I don't. Hey, have good self awareness, man. You knew we were going to help the team win. I'm I'm fine with the retiring. Like, That's got to be a terrible good. feeling. The guy can't play. Yeah. I can't play anymore. <laughs> it's like, hey, coach, Dude, I think this ain't for me anymore. Very underrated part of professional sports is like when you know you don't have anymore. Like all you've done since you could like walk was play, and now like you're you know mid thirties whatever, feeling. and like the rest of your life you're like, what the hell do I do? You know, like I just don't have. Which is the fact that I don't know. I don't know. The Yankees have just, lost, have just lost their way. They, again, they used to have like, like they would not let any any like scrub just play for the Yankees back in the day, back when the real Steinbrenner was the owner. Well, that was my point last winning. week. It's like you're telling me that Mikey Ford isn't better than Jay Bruce. Like he's a young guy. You need to get reps. Exactly. Like, why are we giving a 37 year old? He's like, not going to be playing. Like, like Mike Talkman can't play first base. My ass. He can he can easily play first base. Yes. Put just put somebody who has. Youth and a future, and wants to. It wants to. Yes, to, someone who's going to be there for the get, long to, run to get where Jay Bruce was and like be an all star and like kind of like get a deal because you were an all star one day. Like give give guys who are in their twenties a chance to play. And it's like I don't know, Luke Foy, please please come back. I think I, I think he, he Luke will, Foy. He I think is the meat. He brings the, he brings an attitude. Yeah yeah yeah. I hope he comes back and just close lines Aaron Judge in the neck and like yo wake <laughs> wake up you pussy because Luke Foy is I don't know. The, the the fact that he's not the guy that we're turning to for hope is because he was on there for a game. We trade we traded uh, Chasen Shreve. Well, who's yep. oh god, <laughs> talk about a guy who shouldn't have been in pinstripes. I think I swear to God, I could have hit Chasen Shreve. That guy was throwing like eighty eight mile per hour fastballs with all of his heart. Like he would put his body into a fastball and hit like eighty six. That guy was the worst. And Luke Voigt was a bum for the Cardinals, and now he's the Yankees' best hope of maybe getting some. Some good, some juice in the locker room. I don't know. I, I did watch Friday night. Sat down and watched. It was it was good to watch the boys hit some bombs again. Yeah, had, they hit. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. Gotta get so some more guys on base. I don't want solo bombs. I want some more guys on base, which that's the struggling part. People aren't hitting, getting on oh, base. Oh, they'll never do that. Bullpen's been <laughs> the bullpen's guys been, are on base. The whole month will not come because yeah. the Yankees are. They can't hit when guys aren't on base. Yeah, bullpen has been pretty solid though. You know, it's it's okay. It's early. Yeah, we're, I know. No, we're it's good. Just, Got a good, got a good road trip ahead. Cleveland's shaky. Detroit's shaky. We're eight and eleven now. We're you know we're just got to chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. Forget those first 16, 17 games and keep chipping away. Um, but in other MLB news, speaking of the Indians, for the month of May, going to increase their capacity to forty percent. Good to see. Going to keep getting more fans in the building. Um, in Mets news, they are they good? Jacob Degrom, fifteen Ks on Friday night. Mets fans, are they? Is it time for them to start believing? Or because no. Mets fans, Mets fans are very like realistic. They just don't believe that they're ever good, which I appreciate because they just know that they've had so much heartbreak in their in their. The Mets are five hundred. They're not that good. They can't hit. Well, but actually, is, don't say that because their batting average is eighth in the league right now. On base percentage is fifth, so they can hit. They can. Degrom is, and Lindor's ice cold, and they're still hitting, which is. Crazy. Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball, and I don't. I don't think anyone's even. There's not even a close <laughs> second right now. Yo, look at this: 0.31 ERA, nine, and in 29 innings, 50 Ks. Nah, 0.55 he's, uh, a whip. My lord. Degrom has a chance to really push for. I, I mean, I, I, if he has like three or four more years like this, I mean, he, he can make a push for the Hall of Fame. I mean, it, his career numbers are are insane. Insane. If the if the Mets of the last five years had had any sort of offense, like there's, I think. 
was it the year before the COVID season or the year before that? I think he had like a one nine or a two point one ERA, and he had like seven wins or something like that. Like he like he lost like twelve games with like a, with like a two ERA. Yeah, so it was well twenty eighteen. He had a one point seven ERA in two hundred and seventeen innings. His record was ten and nine. Exactly. So he should have <laughs> won twenty games that year, and been and been the and, like the fact that I don't know. I think as the years go on, wins and losses are, are, are I, I think for the better are being kind of tossed to the side for pitchers. Like the pitcher has no control of the offense scoring one run in the game. That right. should not count as a log. If the ground throws eight innings, 15 Ks and gets up two runs like that isn't a amazing start and it should not be penalized against him for his team sucking. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know that, got- like, Baseball Hall of Fame wants the pitcher wins, which is so stupid because like no, back in the day, he's still seventy-two wins. and fifty-two is what it is. But you you can't even look at that for him because he has a two no, point two point five five career ERA. His he career went to the, he's been he's been he has he has playoff stats because somehow the Mets made that one World Series run, so he he has playoff numbers. I think if he has like four or five years like this, I think he can really make a, a, a case to be like a legit Hall of Famer because his numbers are stupid. He also bat. He's also a career two hundred hitter, which is pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> a, yeah, pretty crazy. Well, he he was he played shortstop all of college, so yeah. he, I think he used to play. He used to play the field. Pretty dope. Um, thirty. He's thirty two. Going to be thirty three in June, so still relatively young. So he I really think I. I mean, I, I I couldn't even tell you who I think is even in the same planet as him right now. Like he's by far he's by far the best pitcher in baseball. It's, yeah. I don't think it's even close. Him 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 Bieber. I'll take the ground on Bieber any day. Oh, I would too. But Bieber's on another planet as well, by the way. He's got what I think his first four starts, 10 plus Ks. Bieber's very good, but DeGrom has the DeGrom. There's guys in baseball now. I know everyone throws hard now, but he has the like Bieber ain't hitting 100 through through nine. Right. DeGrom will throw through nine innings and throw 101 in the the bottom of the ninth. Like he will, he blows smoke the whole game and he has nasty stuff. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's very, very fun to watch. And every young kid pitching should watch everything he does because he's he's unreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, another good battle on Friday night again. Tatis and the Padres took on the uh, took on the Dodgers. Tatis went Yabo twice on them, um, including one absolute. I saw. I saw. Going to, going to left center, he hit the, like yes. almost out of Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's just a fun freaking series to watch, man. Um, but. Our boy J.A. Happ is now a Minnesota twin. So for those of you who followed Joey and I last year, just taking dumps on J.A. Happ as a pitcher. Again, great career before the Yanks, but he on Friday night had a no hitter going. He had 95 pitches in the eighth inning. I believe it was with two outs and the coach pulls him. Now, that's crazy, first of all, because he only had 95 <laughs> pitches one. Two, he's like 50 years old, so he has nothing left in the tank. I'm happy it happened to him. He's, let he's, the he's, poor he's guy. Loser. Yeah, let the poor guy get his no-no, possibly. No, third Yank, of all, Yank his ass. He doesn't deserve anything. Third of all, I know that I am officially a mush because whenever I say good things about people, like in the, in the sports where they've seen the mess up, perfect example, like last week, I was giving Nick Nelson some props, and he's got like an 80 ERA. <laughs> he really texted him, yeah. Nick Nelson is good. He gets mashed off mashed. the wall for a double. <laughs> So la- on Friday night in the group chat, I texted our boys, "Hey guys, Jay Hap has a no hitter. I am gonna, I happily, I will happily mush this one. No lie. Five minutes later, the coach comes out to the mound and pulls him out. And I text the group again. Oh my god, they pulled him out. It happened. I don't know what juju I have to make people know, be you bad. Use it wisely. 
but it's worked with the the Yankees for the past couple of games. We were roasting them so bad, saying they can't hit, and now they're starting to hit home runs again. So I'm just going to keep bad mouthing the Yankees until they wake up and just continue doing this. So Jay, I don't know. Add, add Jay Hat to the list of guys who who leave New York and become good against Mal. Yeah, me and my new entrepreneurial business is like a like a hypnotist, right? Or like you should start like a future. business called called Fade. And you, everything you do, you just do, Frankie the, Fade. Do, the, do the opposite of, and you'll, you'll, you'll make billions. Frankie Fade or the, you know, the meatball, meatball mush, mushy meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. But yeah, baseball's back though. Baseball's back. Um, final league NBA. The Kobe Nike deal has officially expired and they're not renewing. And that makes me so sad. A, well, first of all, first of all, scumbag move. And B, if Michael well, no. Jordan, I know well, no, Jordan. It, they didn't know that the family chose on to, to renew. I'm pretty sure. I'm mm. pretty sure the Bryans chose on to renew. I think it's probably for, it's probably because of a uh, a dollar amount. I would assume. Not, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he he obviously left them plenty of money. Um, but just it's. Just, I think it's much more. It's more like the icon thing. Like I don't know. I don't know why they. I don't know. I don't know why Nike wouldn't go out of their way to maintain that like forever. I didn't dig in too much. I was just saying it's, I, I was more so putting it here just to like say, holy shit, it's super sad that like, no, I know his, his deal expired. And I mean, I mean, if I'm, if I'm any other shoe company, I'm, I'm calling Vanessa Bryant and being like, Hey, like, let's like, like there, like there has to be a Kobe shoe forever. I think. I, I agree. And I would not be surprised I love, if, I love Jordan, if, if Jordan pulls some strings to make them like, like, a, like a Jordan-Kobe collab for his line. Because yeah. Also, I don't know if you Jordan's going to give the speech at Kobe's Hall of Fame induction. So that'll be cool. About 20% of the league's players wear Kobe's. I'm reading a quick card. I'm skim, they good, skimming. Yeah, the, I, they're my favorite. They're my favorite. They were the only, they're only, they're, they're the only low top you could ever wearing basketball because all the other ones you'd break your ankle in <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah tough um speaking of shoes zion officially gets his own jordan brand shoe good for zion continuing to take the league by storm um pretty sure he is looking at the stats top 10 league and scoring 26 points a game probably all dunks because no one can guard him <laughs> he just dunks on people 24 7 um that's pretty cool. NBA is winding down, by the way, folks, just like the NHL is. Um, the Knicks are, like, good. <laughs> the Knicks are a four seed. Julius Randle. All right. The Knicks aren't good. Julius Randle is really good. Let's check him real quick. Check I, him think real quick. Like, I think he had, like, 40 and 12 the other night. Yeah, he's averaging like 24, 10, and 6. RJ Barrett, 17. Derek Rose, Burks. I mean, I don't know why they're good, but they just play it together, and Julius Randle's Randall, not, you know? no. Randall is is carrying them. Oh, they're fifth in the league in three point percentage. They're, they're launching threes then. But um, yeah, they're good. I mean, again, I mean, I don't I don't like the Knicks, but definitely is better for the brand of basketball when the New York team yeah. is good. So yeah, yeah. So we got Brooklyn. We'll just go quickly through the playoffs in the East: Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee, New York, Atlanta, Boston, Miami, Charlotte. Whoa, a little wow. mellow in the playoffs. Western Conference, Utah, Phoenix. What a top two that is. Who would have thought that was going to happen? <laughs> Utah, Phoenix, Clippers, Denver, Lakers, Dallas, Portland, Memphis. I'm going to uh, Scottsdale in two weeks, by the way, and there's a chance I'm going to the Suns-Knicks game. Speaking of the Knicks and Suns, so that'd be pretty cool. But 
Um, we all know the West until LeBron and AD are fully back. I know AD's back, but until they're fully healthy, that doesn't matter for the Lakers. So the playoffs. Well, so I was gonna say it's like, it, it might. I mean, I would be if I'm a top three seed. I'm I'm terrified that the Lakers fall to like a seven seed, yep. and you're gonna play LeBron like a health like a rested healthy LeBron and AD first round. You're gonna get busted. <laughs> yeah, they haven't even fully played with Drummond yet together. You know what I mean? Like since he came over. Yeah, LeBron's right? been on for a yeah. while, and AD's yeah. been like in and out. Yeah. So. Gearing up for the NBA playoffs, I always enjoy watching when they start really, really trying. But yeah, playoffs are fine. Yeah. The season stinks. Season stinks. Stinky, stinky. Other than that, man, we're we're good. That's all I got today. One year, time for one beer. year. I feel like we're, we've been dating for you know a year. Should we go out for a little meal? Make me no. some of that. Make me some of that miso soup that you've been cooking up. It's ramen noodles, actually. Oh, sorry. Are you gonna you, you start your own like chef page? We start like a chef section, like Joey Joey Coffee's like weekly recipe in the morning announcements. I could. I mean, I make the same like five things every, every day. So all right, it might, it might get stale after a week. <laughs> <laughs> after five weeks, <laughs> gotta think of something new. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome, 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 awesome. Thank you all again. It's been an amazing year. It's kept us sane. I know we've said this before. I think total. I know we had like episode like 50 a couple weeks ago with like our main episodes, but between the interviews and the NFL pod, we've, we've done close to 90 total episodes now. So if you do the math, 90 episodes in 365 days, you know, we're right around an episode every four days, Joe. So we're keeping the content coming. It was good math. Thank you. Um, Keeping the content coming um, and and just going to continue interviewing great people and and talking sports. So we do, we love to do. And we're gonna just going to keep it, you know, annoying you guys and girls until you don't want to listen to us anymore. So, but other than that, enjoy your weekend. Weather's getting nicer. We'll see you on Thursday. Big time interview. Don't you forget to tune in. And as always, take it easy, man. You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.